All right, so now we're going live. So just so you guys know, we are live right now. You guys were missing a very heated conversation about Redfest this weekend because we both have Aramel and Valen that'll be there on Sunday. We'll be there on Sunday. Come and see us. Michigan Renaissance Festival. Bring it in. Yep. Uh, with that, though, uh, Aramel, are you actually prepared to do a recap or should I? Oh Sorry, you good? It's like my kind of recap. So uh, let's see. I'll be prepared to redo we, it. Got it. Last time we came back um, from wherever we were, tried to figure out a merchant situation, we're taken into an ambush, and it all kind of ended with a really, really awkward fight against what we thought were guards, but it turned out were just really ugly, you know, dark, uh, gray-skinned dwarves. You know dark, what? You were... Dwarves. You were... Freaking right on point there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like all right. Yeah, that's it. That's all I remember. Uh, everything else is like in the details. The devil is in the details. Uh, Rune River said she's actually going to be there on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna come hang with us at Guinness Pub? You guys do know I'm the only one that knows what she looks like, though, right? A hundred percent. Well, she knows what we look like, so if she walks up to us and says her name. <laughs> Then we'll know who she is. Then. And I'll sing River. And I'll have like feathers in my hair, and you know, we're set on. We'll post it. We'll post it on the Crazy Questers Facebook. We need to me Fallon and Aramel need to take a. We need to take like a like a prom portrait at the Renaissance Festival. Prom portrait. All right, we'll do it. Carl will take the picture. It'll be just like prom. All right. My dad would be there. Nice. So, as you guys finish the fight, Fallon put her necklace away. That she recovered. Oh, yeah. Yep. We'll get into that in a little bit, though. You notice that one of the guard captains come up to you. And he goes... Up to me? Oh my, well, he goes... No, he comes up to the group and says, Oh my god, what, what are with all these bodies everywhere? Nice we were trying to be nice to a merchant, and he got all these hired mercenaries Maybe. to try to kill us. That's what happened. They oh were dressed like guards, but when we removed the necklace, it turns out that they were uh, dwarves. Or not dwarves, uh, under dwarves. You did that to one, by the way. I know, but if it's one, I'm assuming it's the rest. Good. Oh my god. Well, I thank you for your service. Is there any way we can repay you? Can you help me find more of them and maybe one that's alive? Of the the short dwarfs? Yeah. Or find us uh, a merchant. Well, the, use the, the under dwarfs. Because I'm pretty that's sure that our barbarian friend has some questions for them. I can't. Oh, that too. I'm a godly man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I've, I've heard rumors of a bunch of these like corrupted-looking dwarves coming down from the mountains to the south. That would be them. That would be the guys, yeah. They've been collecting a bunch of this rare metal. Um, Does it look like this? And then I just hold up Ormex's arm. Yes, it hold up my axe. <laughs> it looks exactly like that. Ah, well, where did you see them last? 
Well, I, I last saw them right in front of you. They're kind of dead, so... Okay, before that... <laughs> you mean if there's more of them. Okay. I like your cheek, sir, but... <laughs> what do you mean before that? Like I said, they, they travel into town every now and again, and they kind of just beat the shit out of any of the townspeople that had that metal. It's very rare in this area. But typically... Direction they came from when they come down to the city? I just know they come from the south. The blacksmith might better have a better idea. He has a few more encounters with him. Ooh, we know the blacksmith. Let's go talk to him. Kevin, just so you know you're muted. You look like Oh, he looked like he was talking. I was like shit. <laughs> I was going to it my lab now. His voice. At least on my end, it is. Who's lagging? Aramel's voice is not connected. To his voice. Like, <gasps> yeah, it's half a second. We're fine. <laughs> but if, if I add... shut off my video, will it help you all feel better? No. Okay. You look beautiful. Well, thank you. I'm not gonna go <laughs> that far. All right. Well, so you guys are gonna um... go to the blacksmith then, right? Yes. Yes. Alright. As you start to walk out, you feel the snow start to drift down. You hear puffs of wings from above. Oh god. Again? The snow starts to come down a little bit heavier. But as you look up, you see a white owl start to fly down. And as this owl flies down, it glares at one of you. Oh, no. Aramil. Which one of us glares at? <laughs> Target. It flies Target right fire. in front of you. Whoop. How big are we talking? It pretty yeah. decent size, actually. Like, it has a wingspan of about five feet. Oh, let's see, are we talking like a normal like owl you see out in the woods, or like Legend of Zelda owl that's like massive? <laughs> hoot hoot, motherfucker! Think, think yeah. of carrying me off to Mount Doom. Yes. Yes. Okay. But it doesn't. It is trying to. Be silent. Okay. <laughs> As it glides down, you notice that it's carrying something in its claws, and almost in a means of communication stares at you and as you reach your hand out it gives you the object whatever could this be is it a bagpipe it is not a bagpipe as you all start to look at this the owl starts to lift its wings and fly off back into the snow do any of his feathers fall off roll for perception on that While she does that, I will inspect the object. Roll for Arcana yeah. on on your inspection, and I'll go from there. I rolled, I rolled a 12. <laughs> okay. So as you're looking, you see a few tuffles of what you think are feathers. But as you reach for them, it's just snow that fell down. Poop. I just realized I didn't have the D&D &D Beyond up, so I was like, oh, I can't even see her rolls right now. 
Okay. I would definitely have not pulled you a 12 if I didn't want to be Oh, no, I, I never worry about your rolls. Aramil, did you roll that Arcana check? Uh, I just found out that I have been signed into you for the last, like, week. Okay, did I roll for that Arcana check? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, here it comes. Arcana. Boom. Well, that made me sad. Um, can someone with proficiency in Arcana help out your bro and just roll an Arcana check? I'm not uh, proficient, but I have plus four. I have plus five. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right, so, so you're going to assist. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> We're trying to make this to special. <laughs> yep, go for it. You don't, I'm next. Stop it. 13. Really she did better than both y'all. I thought it was going to be the one again, and I was like, I swear to God. Did I just give it a shot for the hell of it? Huh? Do it. I mean, go for it. We're all just standing around you, looking at it. What's she up? did a 19. Dude, what the? <laughs> so he's the not barbarian. only buff, he's super magic-y. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's the axe. It's all in the axe. That is not the axe, and you know it. I mean, he's very proud of his axe. I am. But as Ormic looks from all of his journeys, going forth in missions that he was sent on as a slave, he recognizes what this is. It's a magic scroll imbued with a high-level spell. The level of magic coming off of it is almost godly. Did you just give him the wish spell? That'd be great. It is not wish. The spell that oh, is encoded inside of the scroll <laughs> is is a scroll of true resurrection. Oh, so if we die again, he can save us. Not only that, this is actually the first player benefit for somebody subscribing. Rune River directed it towards Aramil with a positive Aww. i'm giving everyone a choice when they decide to do this so it's either they can do something really nice for the characters like this two they can do something to just make your day shitty i mean i really hope that they don't but it's so I much fun 50, 50. it's interactive it's yeah it certainly is Give it some 50-50. Like, I want them to make things tough after they give me a magical weapon. You have yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. See? All right. Is it, like, both of the magical weapons in our team, don't they both have, like, slight curses on them? Slight. Just a little curses. Aura McDid already kind of ruined it on the after chat. That's true. Oh! <laughs> Uh, Rune never said she didn't feel like making your journey horrible, so y'all got my owl message. Oh, it's like Harry Potter. Yeah, right? We appreciate it greatly. Harry Potter. It'd be really funny if, of course, I was the one who ended up dying. Yeah, they'd have to actually, like, check your body, then, Loot for the scroll. Corpse. 
I would have to, yeah, I mean, now that we know you have it, we can at least check your body. We have a couple spell casters that can. That's true. It, so. so I'm going to bring everyone back to the town then. Can we, okay. can we look for the shopkeeper? Yeah, let's Black. talk to that blacksmith. blacksmith. Oh, wait, you mean the shopkeeper that screwed us? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. That also. All right, you guys can go on the not-so-benevolent mission of uh, delivering a well-deserved message of anger to the shopkeeper. Yeah. I, I'm going to say that I am so, like, involved by, like, that I, I love this axe, and so I want to figure out more of where this fellow came from. Yep, I'm going with you to look at the metal, because I also want to get myself uh, something of that nature. Something awesome. All right. So you guys are actually going to be splitting up. Yeah. Basically. Perfect. Perfect. But how long it takes will pretty much be decided on whether or not you want them to find that shopkeeper. Uh, Derek, <laughs> you over-talked Zach. Oh, sorry. Not Nick, sorry. God, I fucking do that every day. Yeah, I'll, I'll go find the shopkeeper. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever finds that shopkeeper, like they're just fucking dead. <laughs> yep, right. All right. Like so a, you guys are going to go through the town and search for the shopkeeper that reported you to the town guards. Correct? Nope. Yes. All right. Aramel, how do you think we should roll this? Should it be an investigation? A perception? I feel like it is a... Uh... What's the word? Um, let me look at the a skills. Fucking okay, holy so. crusade of vengeance. I would say roll several of several perceptions, and then if you get this is what I would do is if you were looking for a specific person in in a t town this big, I would roll several perceptions like per person, and then anyone who gets like a success in your eyes, like roll for investigation to like really pinpoint like oh that's him. All right. My opinion. Well, we're going to be having how many people going to actually look for this shopkeeper? It sounded just like three of us. Yeah, yeah so we're literally splitting the party two and three. Okay, yeah, because Triple A and Zylena are both going to chill back at the tavern and have a couple brews. Yep. So. Pretty much. All right. Well, so then I need Fallon, Cove, and Beefeater. I need you each to roll investigation twice okay before we split up i'm gonna run up to aramel and give him a Be like, Bye. i give you oh, a, a a staunchy kiss back and give you a big hug as well i'll see you later i have fun day you too don't hurt him too much i'll try you won't but i will yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will thunderclap your next like, building. Back. You, you, and so, beef, you and Beef Eater LLC are about to just wreck this dude's face a lot. I'm gonna like say some some really like cutting words, and then they're gonna like just face. Well, yeah. I was just thinking I of conjuring go. an ice knife, and then you know, <laughs> like the the murder weapon, you know, can't be found. So that's so a true. solid point. Yeah. And since he worked with the evil guards, I mean, who cares? Nick, you can't talk when Derek is because oh. of the echo. Oh, there's an echo. Yeah, because he has his speakers playing the sound, so when he unmutes his mic, it captures your audio as it's trying to capture him. 
Gotcha. We okay. throw in an yeah. earbud, it fixes it. But we'll worry about that another time, because otherwise, Shelby would be having the same issue. Sorry. Derek's just fucking loud. Sorry. Sorry, I had to swear at least uh, I... once so I can keep our explicit license. Oh, good. good, good. <laughs> All right, I'll mute. I'll uh, I'll let you guys. He already oh, muted about it. your side adventure. <laughs> you already muted. All right. I didn't mean to do that yet, but yeah. Go ahead and chit chat about your side adventure. I'm gonna I'm gonna untangle this necklace here. Perfect. Even though he I doesn't really have to I mute. <laughs> you rolled a ten and a twenty-five. I see it. Okay, sorry, I don't know. Sometimes no, I just like to let you know. You're perfectly fine. Are you guys going to branch off and try to search? Because this is one of the largest of the ten towns. Uh, I mean... I'm okay with it, but if we, do, if we don't need to, then we shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I have message, but if they're further than 120 feet, then it won't get to them, so... Well, I'm, I'm just saying this for story's sake. I, I'll... Kill a little bit of fun for you. There's there's no fight. <laughs> you mean um, like we can't fight him? Oh, no. It wouldn't be a fight. You would just automatically destroy him. So. Got it, got it, got it. He is a level one villager. Well, he's a yeah, fucking so ass. Like 300 HP. And <laughs> Don't ruin it. Drags us into another room and, and then just battles us all session long. He's actually Ganondorf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so moving forward, as you guys are investigating Fallon, you are going to walk into an aisle way with about four different vendors, all with their shops, and you're going to be asking them, do you know where the music shop vendor went? Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, Who? He's not really a music shop wait. vendor. You gotta wait. I'm going over everyone's investigations one by one. There's a reason I had you roll two. Like, Chill your shit. In the middle of this revelation. Yep. Cove, as you go up, you're hitting up a bar, trying to talk and find out, describing this man to everyone you could talk to. Everyone seems like no one's lived here like that description in a very long time. Nick, as you're see, going, we, hold on, Nick, as you're going down the street, you're literally picking people up and then glaring at them, <laughs> being like, the Goliath with your investigation of three. You're you're basically a menacing presence in the middle of the street because you're just <laughs> you, like, have no. you seen the music man? <laughs> it's like, do you know the muffin man? Except it gets you nowhere. But as you guys dig a little bit deeper, you start to describe his physical appearance. And you hear of a guy who used to live in the town, and after his shop got destroyed, he left. Oops. No, he left to go back to the town where his family was from. That was too quiet. We find out. Do we, do we do we find out what town that is? You can roll from investigation again. Jesus, okay. Like all of us? Nope, just her. She asked. All right. Oh no. 
so they say they don't understand exactly like which town he went to just knowing that it was off on the other side of the lake how many towns are on the other side of the lake do you want me to bring you back to the map yeah give it to me baby oh, oh my <laughs> the look on Aramil's face he's like I am on he's my like, way he's <laughs> like are you cheating on me <laughs> with the dungeon master on the other side of the lake. I knew her first. Wait. Where are we? Brinchinger. Like, Tourmaline? Like, that other side? You have all the information that people had on that street. God. Cov, as you're investigating, you were told that he left so that he could go craft more weapons not weapons uh instruments so he was going to go to where some where the material is more abundant and can i ask where that was that's all they heard where the material was more abundant oh okay beef eater people are less terrified of you going down the street now (laughs) but as you're going through they're not quite comprehending which person you're describing since you've never seen him. He's like, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) All right. You guys gather back up in the middle of town and you can discuss your findings. for yeah so so i'm just going to tell them wherever the the you know the resources were plenty or the the wood making instrument making materials plenty that's where he is or was yeah they said he went back to his hometown on the other side of the lake so maybe lonely wood because that's a forest most instruments are made out of wood yeah, after picking people up and putting them down, I didn't get very far, but there is that town up there called Lonely Wood that's near a abundant forest that has potential for creating multiple instruments. I'm just going to, I'm assuming he's very much taller than me. I'm just going to like tap him on like the shoulder and be like, you did a good job. Girl, that ain't his shoulder. <laughs> that's his hip bone. I'm going I'm to tap him on his hip and say, you did a good job. <laughs> All right, so as you guys go over that, Aramil and Oramic. Yep. We're going to go over to your side now. You guys venture right. towards the blacksmith. The same one yep. that made Kevin's axe. Yes. So as you guys are venturing for it, you see the streets filled with familiar faces. Everyone's very happy. Mm-hmm. Blacksmith is opened up his forge and everything's getting warmed up and getting crafted he's almost hit like an epiphany and he's elated to actually be forging again of something of fine quality Mm. and as you two walk up and he goes oh no you didn't break it did ya (laughs) no definitely not but, uh, what the fuck are you doing back here? Came to find out more about this 
stone, and you know, not gonna lie, I like it sharpened more too. Well, I can do my best to sharpen it. It's a very, very difficult metal to work with. As for the details, as I'm grinding this fine axe, which after saying it out loud makes it sound like as I'm grinding this fine ass and mm-hmm. makes me... <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but... Uh, oh, yeah. no, I heard it. <laughs> but as I'm grinding this and making it nice and sharp for you, we'll talk. And he kind of ushers you into the back of his shop where you see the actual forge warmed up. You see his grindstone to the side. Um, we actually wanted to ask about the uh, the dwarves that come down and basically shake everyone up for the metal that this axe is made of. As he does that, he's got a foul look on his face and just spits on the floor. He goes... Those fucking Duogar bastards. They come up here every so often and be like, I'm gonna take all your shaladin. It's the finest metal in this area. Channels magic very well. Boyo, you should give me the axe so I can sharpen it. Oremic, as you go to hand him the axe, you start to feel a compulsion over you that you do not want to hand it it over to anyone because they could steal it from you I go to like reach out and right before he grabs it I pull it back towards me I say on second thought I I if you don't want me to sharpen it uh, okay (laughs) but uh, yeah there's a certain bastard of those duogars who has been collecting all that metal. Lord knows what he's doing with it. He's taken almost a whole cairn full. Think his well, name was Zodarok, Zadarak, something with a rock. We'd like to take uh, all that metal from him and make some more stuff. So. Would you happen to know which direction we could find him, or where, specifically? I I know he's in the peaks to the south. He's in a big fortress. Hmm. Sounds like we're heading off to a fortress next. Right. So, (laughs) as per usual, just kidding. Uh, I'm sure people have heard this before, but I've just told this again. Uh, I walked in and told me, "Wow, well, what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Keeping this seventeen plus, love it. Yeah, right. Right. That's what so you're keep that, seventeen keep plus. That All right. All right. So, he tells you of yeah. the fortress off to the south, hidden in the spine of the world. It's essentially a straight shot down from East Haven. And then he marks it on your map. The general area. Let's go. Is that he pushes you out so he can get back to the forge, for he has left metal in there way too long. (laughs) 
We'll be back with more of the stuff. <laughs> See that you bring it back to me, and I'll make you the best weapons you can have. I like it. You go back to the center of town, and that's where you meet up with Fallon, Cove, and Beefeater again. I'm sitting on a bench crocheting. I've been crocheting the whole time. I come back uh, yeah. and I just tell them, you know, what we learned. And I'm like, so, uh, who's up to get on the sled? As you see, I'm already getting the sled ready. <laughs> yep. I'm like, we, we have a plan. We want more of that metal. <laughs> where, where is it? Where's the metal? South. To the, south. the opposite direction. Okay. Of our asshole. And an asshole, uh, Durgar to beat up while we're there. Well, no, she's referring to the shopkeeper. Oh, I know. That's that's a later level. That's a side quest. That's side quest. Yeah. I mean, if we happen to get up to that city again, we can. Oh, we we definitely will. I mean, this place is this whole campaign's kind of had us all over the map, literally. I feel like we'll end up back in Hollywood. Was it Longhorn? Long Lonelywood. Longhorn. Longhorn is a steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or Shelby's just hungry right now. I'm actually not like at all. Even for ice I cream am. and sweets. I did have a big piece of cinnamon swirl cake before. <laughs> ah, that explains it. So pre I mean, yeah. she pre-gamed. I yes. pre pre-gamed and then i and then i felt bad so i got a full watermelon like this is healthy, right yes adding <laughs> something that is like 80 percent water yeah right uh rune you are 100 <laughs> yeah. right fallon does have it out for that merchant me too because i like explicitly said let's kill him and then when we didn't kill him it we got fucked over gone but I... never forgotten <laughs> i simply want to know why the fuck he's so mad because all i personally as a tiefling was trying to do buy an instrument for the boy i like and then with your tiefling great-grandfather see how my tiefling (laughs) grandfather set the town ablaze and that is not my fault so he thunder waved it he didn't set anything on fire there the was fire, fire was in my an accident. Thank <laughs> caused older generation by... caused this. Yeah. Like have... So you guys are going like to head south. Yes. Have words yes. of the shop. Maybe eventually. See, I feel like, and this is out of game speak, I'm just saying, I feel like, based on what you guys learned, it sounds like that shopkeeper wasn't actually him. It might have been a dwarf. And that real shopkeeper left a while ago. Twist. Dun, dun, dun. That is a total guess. Oh, you mean like, even when we burned his, even when we, even when we fucked his store up, it was never actually him. Yeah, like right after his shop got burned down, you know, quote unquote, he did, he disappeared and didn't come back, and then suddenly the moment that we're back, he's back. Something doesn't add up there, and then uh, like everyone, in, everyone in town seems to think that he left right after his shop broke down and never came back. So that kind of makes me think that that isn't him. If that's the case, then... We might owe that dude an apology. 
for sure. <laughs> but also, this asshole that is either pretending to be him or not took a bunch of our fucking money. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get our money. And I had and pretty stones. <laughs> All right. So as you guys are gonna do, I'm gonna bring us back to the map now. Yes. To head south. To head south. So for everyone getting to watch at home and not having to, about to freeze off their ass, heading south. You can now see the area called Sunblight, where the blacksmith marked it on your map. Lord. That is the name of the fortress owned by the Duagar. Nice. Alright. Alright. So, and you start to mush out of town. Are you heading south or are you going to head by the road? Um. 20 miles. Not that bad. Uh, I think let's. Yeah, let's. I don't know. Vote. Uh, do we take the road to eat, like the east way over to Goodmead and then Dugan's Hole, or do we and then head south? Or East Haven like, or whatever? Yeah, so go to like East Haven and then go down. Yeah. Or, or maybe or Goodmead. I guess Goodmead's a little closer. Yeah, but Goodmead's uh, uh, above the water, above that lake, so we probably have yeah, to go all the way down to Dugan's Hole anyway. I think we should go to East Haven and then down. Okay. Yeah, I'm right, that's what we're going to do. Okay. So as you guys are going to do, that's going to take you about an hour and a half to get all the way to East Haven. That's not bad. With the road, the wind was in your favor, the dogs were going 120%. Good dogs. Fallon, you wanted to pet the doggies when you got to stop so they could get some water because they've been such a good boy. I pet them and I gave them a the- and I gave him missiles. I told him they were good boys. Yeah. With the sun barely going down, you see the town of East Haven. And to your sight. We should probably camp in East Haven tonight. No, the sun has barely gone down. It's like one o'clock. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I just All right. So this is where things yeah. are going to be a little bit more about surviving. Yeah. yeah. Survival. So one of you is in charge of everybody going down. I need one survival check. Alright. Um, the snow is not whipped up survival. into a... Fr- it's... Well, you have advantage because you have the map. I will give I some... I've realized that if I just give someone the map... And if they have higher survival, that would also work. I believe Fallon has the highest survival. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in the woods. She grew up in the so woods. So do I, okay, I'm just going to hand me the map so I have advantage and plus six? Correct. Yep. So go ahead and roll. Okay, cool. Sorry, my app is kind of laggy. You're fine. So first one was a 19. 19. Noise. And the second one? <laughs> second one was the seven. <laughs> We're gonna go with the right. seven. I'm just joking. Um, no, what? I'm it's joking. advantage. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, hold on. You ain't gonna play me like that. So with yeah, the open I mean, skies, 
Not as much snow coming down. You're able to see for quite of a distance, Fallon. You're able to guide them closer towards the mountains. You're going to bring them all the way past this frozen river within an hour. No roads or anything. What? With this, another hour has passed by, so it's about two o'clock now. Are you going to continue moving forward? Are you going to go south? I I feel like we should keep going south and maybe, like, go and maybe, like, make camp in these trees so it's a little safer, and then in the morning we go around sun's light. Sounds good to me, actually. Yeah. It's all up to what you guys want to do. I say, yeah, let's make camp at the foot at the foot of the hill in those trees. All right. Fallon, give me another survival check to get them there. And I get advantage again, right? You get advantage again. Just making sure. She's like, I really like advantage. 19 again. All right. Advantage. 19 and 18. All right. So you successfully get to the trees. As you look through the trees, you notice small marks on the tree, just showing that a small predator is in the area. Nothing that you feel like you have to be worried about being the level 7 destroyers that you are. Yeah. Um, oh, I can, I think, is that this one? I can do Liam's Tiny Hut. That right, way, but... we're not freezing to death in the cold. But as long as Derek's not echoing me right now, uh, I have uh, I got a tinder box as well to build a small fire and stuff. So that's good for you because you're too big to get into my hut. So <laughs> remember that. I have a I have a campfire uh, cantrip. Too. Yeah, he's got summon bonfire. Yeah. So the well inside of the Liamman's tiny hut, it's always a comfortable temperature. So we'll always be comfortable inside the tent. But for Beefeater, he's gonna need a fire. Okay. As you guys are setting up your camp, another hour passes by. You look into the sky, the sun is still pretty high up there. Snow starts to come down, not heavy, but in a nice gentle breeze. You guys get to decide if you're going to start your rest now. If you're going to hunt to see what that animal was. Yeah, I mean, we can look around and see. If I can keep watch or like the elves can keep watch if uh, if we all do trance now while the other while the rest of the party finishes, like, like if they keep watch first while the daylight's still out and then the right. elves who all have dark vision we could all watch at night. Close to that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really have much to regain from a rest, but because I don't have the time, but I used. I'm at half health, so a long rest yeah. would be necessary for me. <laughs> what time, what is it, like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock? It's about 4. It's 4. 4, 4.30. Yeah, I mean, we could, like, look and see if there's any animals to eat, like, 
All right. So do you, you cast Liamin's tiny hut then? Well, I can't leave the hut once I cast. So do you guys want me to help you? Or do you guys want me to... So how about this? Um, Brian, can you cast the summon bonfire? Yeah. And then I believe our party is literally half elves, right? Or half elves? Well, currently right now it is just the five of you. Xylena and AAA are super drunk at the bar right now. Oh, that's right. Oh, Four hours away. Four hours away. You didn't even bother getting them from the bar. You guys just left. Uh, we understood so that they were not going to come. <laughs> so the only elf in the party right now, Aramil, is you. Oh, well then. Damn pork. Um, That changes plans. Uh... How about... Oh, man, there's no way to really, like, plan this out. I guess just two people rest, and I'll... S two people rest, and the three of us will, like, keep an eye out for the Predator. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. And then I'll trance uh, before... I'll, tra I'll trance right now, literally, and two other people rest while two other people keep watch. So who are the first two that are going to be keeping watch? Yeah. Well, we thought we were hunting. Well, yeah, that, that's what I mean by keep watch. Like, if you're going to hunt the predator, you know. Don't, yeah, don't, don't go far from camp. Just kidding. But, yeah, I'll, I'll stay up and keep watch. For one. Okay. Else wants to join me. Or, uh, I, or I could, I could do Lehman's tiny hut. That way we're safe. And then, like, two or three people could go out and hunt. Yeah, that'll work. Because then if we just walk away, you guys are just, like, sleeping in the element and, like, you know, right. going to get your shit fucked real, real fast, real hard. By the safest option. Oh, so, we're gonna give you, so we're going to give you two a room while we go out. It is not. It is, it is a very clear dome. It is a, it is a dome that is not. It is a see-through dome. That's right. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it is a, it is a see-through dome. Actually, technically, I think I, I think I can change the outside of the dome. Well, wait, all four of you guys can fit in the dome, right? Yeah. Yeah, all so, of us can fit in the dome except for you. So I'll rest first because I'm going to be sleeping outside anyways. So yeah. I'll rest first, and then once the hut's built. And uh, uh, Airville's done with the trance, then I can, I'll be awake and I'll set up my bonfire outside. Sounds good. All right. So who is all hunting the creature as Beefeater takes his beauty sleep? One. Fallon, are you um. hunting? I mean, I can. I'm, I'm, just I'm, real I'm asking. You have me. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll go hunt with you. And then that way, you know, like, worst case, if it's something bigger than expected, we could always, like, lead it back to camp where, like, at least the four of us could take it on while he finishes his rest. Not back to camp, but back to, like, you know, 
the whole party, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Two stay back. So me and me and uh, um, Oramek will head out and look for this thing, whatever it is. I'm staying back then. Oh, sorry, misunderstood. Uh, Sakura and Oramek will go Fallon. for the thing. Fallon. Fallon. Yes. Ah, wrong campaign. Okay. <laughs> wrong girlfriend. Yeah. You, yeah, you only have one girlfriend. It's hard to keep track of. Yeah. So I'll stay here with uh, with Cove and um, sleeping uh, beef eater. All right. Well, you can go hunt the thing, and if you happen to find out that it's way bigger or way more dangerous than you thought, uh, we can get back here and I don't know, like call out or send send that message spell, and then that way yeah. we can even like prep and do like an ambush on it. Okay. All right. Cool, 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 cool. I don't know if I'm the best person for this, but we're gonna just we're just gonna we're just gonna <laughs> fuck it up. All right. Dude, so yeah, everybody are... who is going out to go hunting, I want you to roll a nature check. Not a nat 20. Okay. So, Fallon, as you're looking, you're going to find more of those scuffles against the tree. You can't see any type of indicator as to what is making them, but you see that they're heading a little bit closer towards uh, a cavern you see on the back end of the rocks near you. Or a I will mention. Okay, go ahead. I'm just going to say, I'll mention that to Ormic. Okay. Ormic, as you're going, you get very close to a particularly sharp cut into the tree. And as you see the claw marks, you notice that it's a particularly large paw that gets scraped up against it. And caught on a piece of the tree bark is a bit of black fur. At least it's not a yeti. What if it's a black yeti? An albino I, yeti. I assume I can grab black and I this out to Fallon, who's with me. Are you too far from your mic or something? Because you keep cutting out. Yeah, I have some sort of internet issue. I don't know what's going on. Also, your mic is like up here instead of down there. No, he, he's got a mic like me, so it's a standing mic. Oh, bougie mic. Bougie man. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. It's having a connection issue, so I was it. But gotcha. Fix that out. All right. Well. Okay. I um, I said that I. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I show her the uh, uh, the hair and I point out like the mark on the tree and I miss you know, so whatever this is, it's uh. Looks kind of fun. <laughs> Are either of you proficient in animal handling? I am. Ormic? No. Okay. Fallon, do me a favor and roll an animal handling, because we are going to try to find out what this fur is. Oh, it was almost a nat 20. <laughs> so as you're looking, you're going to kind of have a flashback to when you were in the woods and you came across a small squirrel that had dark fur just like this. 
I've seen a dark, a dark, a dark squirrel, with like really black fur like that. But it seems too small. What if it's like, like a genetically mutated? <laughs> then I feel like we should eradicate it now. <laughs> probably, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh. So you said we see it towards the cavern? Like that's the direction it kind yeah. of went. Yeah, you see a cavern yeah, with a couple tracks heading that way. Are the uh, tracks big? They're decent size. Are they bigger than my own feet? Mm, about the same. Can I pick up a rock and throw it down the cavern to see if there's something that makes noise? But Go ahead and roll me a strength check. Lord... Good thing I'm a plus five. Well, you needed that it. That didn't work. So as you go to <laughs> throw it, you actually hit the top of the cavern, causing a slight echo to go in, but you hear nothing come out. Mm -hmm. um, is, it, is it dark in the cave? Very dark. No cavern okay, lights, uh, no nothing. Is this... Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna cast <laughs> light. Um, I'm gonna touch a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna touch a rock and I'm gonna cast light on it, and then I'm gonna take that rock and I'm gonna hand it to like so he can throw it down the cave. <laughs> All right. So now you go ahead and throw with advantage now, Ormic. Really? Sweet Jesus. <laughs> so as you pick up this now glowing rock with magic imbued in it, you feel like you cannot miss. This should be a slam dunk. <laughs> but as you go to throw it, 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 it only makes it to about a foot inside the cave. And you could have already seen that. The I light barely Fallon. illuminates I... anything new. I turned to Fallon and I apologize. I'm like, can you at least go, like, kick it further into the cave and then, like, run back or something? Yes. Awesome. I'll get closer to the cave. I'm just gonna, like, hide behind a tree and just, like, watch him kick it. <laughs> oh, gosh, here we go. Ormic, as you enter the cave and get to the rock, you start to hear this low, almost kind of like a purring noise. It's a big kitty! And you do have dark vision, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Perfect. So I just need you to roll a perception check. Just Ormic. Oh, that's a bowl of us. Fuck, nat one. Oh my god. Why did I take you? What is <laughs> okay. happening? So damage output, <laughs> phenomenal. Phenomenal, you know what I mean? Anything roll? else in life, yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. God. Nova just gave you. <laughs> she cheered for your effort to throwing a rock. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. As you look down the cave, your eyes adjust to the dark light. And you see three small creatures amongst a quite larger one. The larger oh, one no. looks like it's about the size of a great black bear. Oh. 
um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be like, do you see anything in there? Horvac? I think he's eating. <laughs> hey, well, I did, but I was trying to decide like how to like. Do... On the fly, bro. On the fly. This is D. All right, let's. Uh, let's. I'm gonna like slowly start walking in towards the cavern, opening with my hands, like all ready for <laughs> something. I'm just gonna turn <laughs> around and kind of like go. <laughs> like that was the thing. Be like, yeah, shut yeah. your mouth, Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, in my, my half-orc I'm going to very slowly, with my hands out, walk up behind him and, like, peek around. <laughs> I try to point out what I see. So now that um, you're looking, Fallon, I want you to roll for perception. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe you can actually, good. you know, do something better than me. Like, yes! Motherfucking nat 20, 23, nat 20. Fallon, as you're looking into this cave, <laughs> with your heightened senses from being aware of Oromix's warning, you look down and you see the three small creatures around the quite large one. But as you're looking closer, you see cuts and gashes in the large creature. As you investigate, you see that it is a mother bear and her three cubs. And the bear has been... The mother bear has been killed. <gasps> oh. Way to put us in that moral dilemma. Alright. Uh. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Told you it was going to be a good no. episode. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> oh, my heart. I don't have like, but like any... on one hand they're babies. On another hand, if we kill them, they'll be with their mom again. That's a very dark but light way to look at that. If we kill them. Yeah, if we, I mean I feel like as a neutral very stand, like standpoint as Ormac is, I I feel like yes, he he can go either way here. I'm um, neutral I'm I'm chaotic neutral, so I would probably go either way too. This only the only moral standpoint works if you believe in bear heaven. <laughs> well, there's this is a magical universe, so bear heaven is not like out of the possibility. You know? Oh, I'm not. Saying I mean, it's, it's next to the Fey Plains. All, all bears go to heaven. Fey Plains, bear just, heaven. Uh, I'm going to, with my hands out, I'm going to look at Ormic like, I believe in bear heaven. And I'm going to look at the three bears and I'm going to cast magic missile and I'm going to put one on each of the bears. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and roll for damage. <laughs> um, can I get a prayer for these soon to be ascending? I know okay. nothing of the bears. <laughs> you know nothing of the bears, I know. Yeah. Oh, that is like true. I like Brother Bear. That is good. Yeah. Brother Bear is a good movie. Um, Sad. So as Fallon shoots this magic out, it pulses at them. The bears turn around seeing this light and in this sense almost have this sad face as they are blasted by this magic missile. God. Fallon, as you see it, they are just completely blown back. Life fades from their bodies. Three damage put them down? Are they that small? It, this wasn't a battle encounter. This was literally just moral dilemma. 
<laughs> I should have gone along. I want a pet bear. Oh no! Um, you have your scroll of true resurrection dead. for the bear. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there we go. Well, um, me, I might. <laughs> can I? They're dead. They're dead. Yes, They're already but... dead. Okay. But Ormic wants a new coat. That's what I was thinking. I'm gonna... I was like, what? What resources yeah. can we get? I mean, where's the, is the rock near us that I put light on? Yes. It's by Ormix. Okay, I'm, can, is, it, is it too heavy for you to pick up? It's a small <laughs> rock. Okay, I'm going to pick up the rock and I'm going to walk closer to all the bears. Set it down so we can see what we're doing. All right. And then I'm going to... Why don't you bring the start. bears outside of the cave? I'm going to start skinning bears and taking the meat off the bears so we can... I am back there. All I'm right. worried about the fact that... Oh, never mind. What? I'm not there. That is true. I'm not there. I'm not there. I can't yep. shed opinions. I know. There's something There's... here. Yep. All right. I, uh... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say, is the, is the black bear like the mom too big for me to drag or pick up? She's fairly large. She probably weighs roughly about six seven hundred pounds okay so no got it <laughs> i mean what's your strength modifier plus five how much do you have on you wait trust me when i say this you can't you can drag the bear you right. cannot pick up that bear 81 pounds but yeah don't worry about it you could drag <laughs> it except you'd be like ah okay and it must be at least 20 feet and it'll be like a foot Exactly. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. Okay. All right. Move on. So, if you're going to be skinning the bear, I would like a uh, sleight of hand check. Because you need to be pretty damn intricate with this bitch. I mean, I, you can't tell me the exact number, but do you have any advantage to sleight of hand? Oh, no. She rolled because she's skinning the bear. Oh, I didn't see it. So as you I go mean, to skin the bear, you successfully take off a large amount of the pelt. And you get a couple good chunks of meat. Okay, cool. But as you're going through and you're getting a majority of the meat, you accidentally gouge into the intestines and then just muck goes everywhere. So you do not want to touch the rest of that. Yeah, I'm going to leave that bear alone. Well, that was all of them. So... I'm going to give you, we're going to say you're going to have about 40 pounds of bear pelt. Nice. Wow. And about <laughs> 10 pounds of meat. Bear pelt. And what was that? 10 pounds of meat? 10 pounds of meat. Meat. With that, cool. Fallon, you're, if you're the one carrying it, Fallon, you're probably encumbered. Uh, I'm going to hand the pelt to Ormic, and I will carry the meat. Okay. And then... Is Heather dying? Can... No, she just, uh... She opened the candles. It's very loud. Um, and then I guess we'll just okay. walk back to... Alright, so you're going to regroup with everyone at camp. And I'm gonna start cooking that bear meat up ASAP, because I'm proficient in cook's utensils. Is that a okay, roll let's have or is that just a tool? 
I'm well, I'm proficient in cooking, so. I hope you're proficient in telling a tall tale because you must now illuminate the rest of your party as to why you're coming back with bear meat and fur. Ooh. Oh, I'm hey just guys, gonna be where'd, like... you, where'd you get the meat? <laughs> I, I let I'm out just... a little laugh. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pull, pull the meat and I'm just gonna look up at Ormic and be like, I'm, just, I'm gonna go cook this. And I just walk away and I go up to the fire and I wow. start preparing the meat to cook it. <laughs> So, uh, so, so, Ormac, man, where'd you, where'd you guys get all this meat? I mean, it looks good. We, I'm just gonna uh, turn around and be like, I believe in bear heaven, okay? <laughs> bear heaven is real. Oh, and I'm just gonna turn back around and I'm gonna keep What happened? <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, a single tear comes down my cheek while I'm cooking. <laughs> I'm just looking, I'm just looking between the two of you, like, what? happened <laughs> Nick you're still sleeping bro I I took we one family of bears wanted to get most of the hunt oh when you say family <laughs> what why are you asking so many questions? <laughs> Why do you have to ask so many questions? Just okay, curious, you just leave you it alone. Have a dinner. I'm just like more to like sobbing. I've come just to talk with you. I keep repeating Bear Heaven is free myself. Not a proud moment in our history. It's a sad day. I, I don't even know why. I couldn't throw rocks and Fallon killed him baby bears so <laughs> oh don't tell him <laughs> no i didn't baby bears <laughs> no shouldn't do it yes but <laughs> once dinner is done cooking you'll be thankful <laughs> all right so oh, i'm so sad <laughs> by this time it is starting to get dark beef eater you have okay. gone to sleep for about four hours so it is now about eight nine o'clock so you were halfway through your long rest, Beef Eater. Okay, so I'm gonna take some cooked bear meat and like wrap it in some like big leaves or something. Set it, Eater, so when you set And then I'm gonna walk. What is it? Like 10 and I'll walk like 15 feet away from him <laughs> and cast Lehman's tiny hut so that we can all eat not in the cold. Okay. All right. And I'm just going to like roll my little bedroll out and then I'm just going to turn my back to the bear meat sadly. So as you continue you on, you guys are right. The the meat is good. <laughs> I'm sitting yeah, there just playing with my just playing with my as dirty as it's gonna sound. Playing with my axe. <laughs> that did sound pretty dirty. That's um, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm assuming we go through all the bear meat. Correct. Well, you gotta save Should some we all... for for a beef eater. 
He, well, I mean, like, he, all of the, like, said, all of the she's meat cooking that was it cooked. All. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so there are like, none left over. Like, we all ate it, even, like, up by Yeah, I got you. got you. So at this point, is anyone else entering into a sleep? I'm going to sleep. Um, I'm going to cry I'll myself. I'll start my trance, so that way uh, I can be up when Beefeater is, and me and him can keep watch and whatnot. Um, if the bear's well, dead, then that the predator's gone, right? <laughs> Something killed the bear. Yeah, I'm just uh, saying. I mean, uh, no, I don't know that. You don't know uh, that. Or make that. Yeah, right. That's yeah. No, that's to <laughs> say that I, I, uh, I'm gonna stay awake because of course I it's usually going down. But uh, yeah, so like I said, I'm just still sitting there by the phone. Do we have a fire yet? Do we cast campfire? Do we have? The yeah, fire is like yeah, outside yeah. of it. Yeah, the spot. The fire's outside okay. of the kind. So I'm just sitting yeah, by the fire, like I said, right. with, my, with my axe. <laughs> just cleaning it. Admiring it. <laughs> it's pretty. So, does that mean everyone... So, who is staying awake and who's going to sleep? Do not all talk at once. <laughs> I'll stay awake. I'm going to go to bed. Because I'm sad about the baby. Heather says she's staying awake for a little bit. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> yeah. Ormick, are you uh, staying awake? Uh, yes. Airmel, you're going to sleep? Yeah, I'm, in, I'm starting my trance, so that should time out right around uh, when Beefeater's long rest ends. It should, right sure. around midnight. Yep. Just be in cup and awake. All right. So, okay. Uh, melee and magic, I feel like you guys can handle whatever shows up, or at least wake us up in time. Exactly. All right. So, Cove and Ormic, I want you to roll me a perception check. Never a good start. We're gonna see how this goes. Ooh, that's a good one. Was that eight the one you just rolled, Kev? Yeah. Okay. No, I rolled a nineteen. Are you Kev? <laughs> Oh, I thought you said Cove. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it did sound like Cove. It did, yeah. Okay, yeah. my bad. My bad. All right. So, Ormic, you're coming up on the four-hour mark when you know that your elf friend is going to be coming up. You notice nothing strange in the skies. Nothing strange in the woods. It's actually kind of eerie how still the snow is. But Cove, you're not going to notice the peace, the quiet, or anything like that. You're going to feel a small tremor radiating up from the ground. And then all of a sudden you see a bright light at the top of this cairn. I tap Ormek on, on the shoulder and let him let him know about it. <laughs> I stood up really what quick with that? the axe. What is Oh, yes. As you are looking around, you see just this bright light coming off the top. And then all of a sudden, you see something shiny, but almost on fire, flying off towards the north. I guess I just say, 
don't know what it was, but it's leaving us now, so. Good riddance. <laughs> okay. I guess I wake up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys can talk for a minute before you swap hands, or you guys can just Beefeater, you're I, awake. Uh... Airmill, you're awake. Found your four Beefeater. hours of sleep. There's dinner next to you. When you wake up, you'll see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I go over to Airmill and I say, uh, weird sound. It's on the way you slept. I don't know if you saw uh, what you heard in your sleep. Uh, All right. I did hear something. I didn't see <laughs> anything. Something took off to the north. Something bright and fast. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So. We will have to uh, figure out what, what that was about. I just grumpily go to bed. <laughs> yeah, 220 brand. year old yeah. grumpily go to bed. Alright. So for Fallon, you're asleep. Aramil, you're awake. Beefeater, you're still asleep. Oramek, you need are you going to sleep? I was awake, yes, I will go to sleep. Because you and Cov both need eight hours. You need to right. sleep. Alright, so Airmill and Beefeater, I need you both to roll me a perception check. Okay. Kidding me right now. My bad. Are you good? What's the same roll? They, so it's they all both good. rolled the same. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And. It's only going to be slightly different, so actually this is not bad. Aramil, as you're looking and you see the sun start to slowly peek over the hills, you look in the other direction and actually see the sun start to peek over the hills. <laughs> Beef eater, as you're okay. looking, you actually see signs of smoke coming from the bright light that Aramil thought was the original sun. Oh. I inform Airmel of what I am seeing. <laughs> you know, you can actually try role playing it and just be like, Airmel, do, do you see this? Hey, bro, you see that smoke coming off the hilltop where we think that the sun might be? Yeah. That's not the sun? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, uh. Um, I guess. We'll find out what that is when we get there, but uh, um, if that's not the sun, what what is that? It looks to be some smoke coming off that hill, so I'm gonna keep an eye on it if you want to watch the other direction. All the rest. Yeah, of the I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for anything coming up. All right. Just in case, I guess. Yeah, go ahead and keep an eye on that hill. So then you guys finish your long rest. Everyone, feel free to make sure that you have your long rest on yours. I did it. Yep, everybody hit the button. Hit the buttons. Nick, you know where the long rest button is? I thought I did. I'm looking for it again. Uh, should be top. Yeah. To the top, it'll be a couple buttons to the right of your name. So while we're figuring this out, 
uh, just gonna run a quick ad. This still does go onto YouTube. <laughs> so. Right, I know. Laughed at our last time around, or whatever, when we did that in the last show. I was like, well, we can still hear us. I know it still ends up on YouTube this way, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk mad smack about all of our fans. We should, and as the time. <laughs> oh, yes. They are such good fans. <laughs> they are such good people. How dare they be so good. All right, so if everyone is rested, I am going to wait for the ad break to actually start picking back up in the story. Nice. But uh, I'll make sure everyone is fully rested then. Yep. Everyone has all their spell slots, all their channel divinities and all that shit. It's ready. <laughs> all right. I'm just looking because I just refreshed my uh, D&D Beyond overlay so I could see all your healths. Holy shit, Ormic, you have 92 health. I sure do. All right. And then I'm you at look... 39. Yeah, I know. Cov is the lowest at 31. <laughs> All right. So with that, though, you guys successfully make it through the night. And then you guys are going to continue to head south to Sunlight, correct? That's right. Correct. Especially now that we've seen so much commotion going on. Smoke and a fake sun. <laughs> um, that's, that's I can no use moon. Again. That's no moon. <laughs> Sorry, run, run. Uh, hold on one second. I might have to do this real quick as to not piss me off later. That's fair. Look, I can see us. Woo. Oh, perfect. Fine. Oh, I wait. I see the edge of us. We're on the very edge. I'm on the edge. I'm on the edge. Of some I'm cliff. Yeah, literally. Chasing after. Whoa. This brings back memories <laughs> of being thunder waved. Yeah, right. Like we, both, we both went the opposite direction. You're like, Chasing, chasing something good, and I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna jump up. <laughs> chasing a fake okay, sun. Those bears really take a toll on on Fallon's brain. <laughs> so I need it's everyone like to roll me a perception check right now. Perception. Yeah. Got it. Yep, new one. Got it. Okay, good. That's way better than last time. God bless Brian. Fourteen. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. Thanks for just carrying the team there. All right. Well, I'm plus five. I hope I get a good roll. <laughs> well, I'm plus five in strength. And I couldn't throw a rock. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right. So we'll do this in ascending order then. Nick, <laughs> with your six of perception, you are noticing a lot of rocks and open ways <laughs> to, that could be windows. But beyond that, it just looks like a tall kind of spire, castle kind of looking building. 
Derek, are you laughing or? No, that was pretty funny. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Oramic, Aramel, and Fallon. Yes. As you were looking, you were going to see great handmade stone walls ascending to the top of the spire. But on the stone walls, you're going to notice that there are slight cuts in it. Like, these weren't naturally made. And, of course, you see the giant stone doors that are in front of you. Coventrader, with your great knowledge of being old, you actually notice that it's not the gashes created from the rocks. Something actually made the gashes as it looked like it was climbing out of the top of this castle. Oh, no. I just look back and I say, well, there's like a slight chance there's a Yeti here. And <laughs> it's not, not always a Yeti. Everything well, is just... a Yeti until proven otherwise. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. Too oh, legit to the, the principle of conservation of Yetis, they can't be created or destroyed. They just, they just are. <laughs> they just are until proven not. Yeah. Here you are so, with a, a master's degree in Yetiism. Exactly. Um, you should so... watch uh, Finding Sasquatch. There's literally a guy who claims to be an expert in Sasquatches. <laughs> yeah, so... What, yeah. Alright. So as you guys approach the main way, right up at about here. Now that is a window, so if you want to, you can peek in. Uh, Adam, I cannot control uh, my dude. Oh, wait. You I said discovered why I couldn't control my. You dude. can't go through the door, but the window you can like look through it. Well, I was just like, moving forward to look through, you know, to see what I would have seen if I would have looked through the window. You went forward. <laughs> yeah. There's a window through a door. Right here. Oh. Yeah. Wait, is this the window or is this the window? No. So this this is the window. This is the window. Oh, okay, okay. You can't physically make it through there but you can see through it okay um i'm gonna look at oramac and i'm gonna say can you chop this door down it's a wooden door <laughs> or the, like the one right next to me i'm just gonna propose the idea of pushing it first oh yeah yeah um <laughs> just saying even kicking it, like, that might surprise whoever's on the other end, but, like, you know. Yeah. That's it. That's funny you say that. I'm like, maybe we should go the stealthy approach and, like, slowly creak it open and see if we can see who's in there. But I'm, uh, uh, more, of, I'm more of the aggressive stealth guy. Uh, yeah. If there's no one left, who can tell the guards? Um, well, if so there's you... any kicking involved, I'm not doing it because I'm so old, so... I'm going to let everybody else decide. Don't break a hip. Actually, yeah. we know exactly who our two kicky guys are going to be. Yeah. It's, it's going to be Beef and Oramek. Yep. I don't know. Oramek couldn't throw a rock. That is true. I have to do, I assume another strength check here. Let's go. Let's hope he's good with his feet. Yeah. Not good with his hands, but he's good with his feet. At least I would assume it's a strength Maybe? check. It is a strength right. check. Sorry, I spaced out. Oh, you're good. All right, I will uh, attempt to kick the door open. 
All right, so Beefeater and Ormic both do a strength check. I'd say that would do it, yeah. And, and roll with advantage there. But, well, wait, why did it do double? It's fine. Okay. Either way. So as you go to hit the door, this was a very hard roll, just so to not piss Derek off. Okay. As you hit the door, you feel like it's reinforced from behind it. So both of you take the full blunt of the kicking and feel it re reverberate back up through your leg. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I kick it. Oh. There's something back. <laughs> Pretty sure I pulled a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, are we able to see how high the stone the stone doors go up? The stone how doors. How big is the window? The window is big enough to look through. Damn it! <laughs> I did say that. I didn't hear that. Well, he, you strictly told. Cub, he couldn't fit through it. He didn't say that Fallon couldn't. I'm tiny. I think you're still of the normal character build. You're not of the actual tiny. No. That is yeah. I'm just smallish gal. Um, That's the next idea for a half race. Half gnome, half tiefling. Moving forward, to answer your question, Beefeater, it, it, the door actually goes up about 25 feet. Oh. So it is built to make allow things huge in. Does anyone have uh, these tools? You. I do not. You do? I have these tools, yeah. Oh, well then try to pick that lock, bitch. Uh -huh. I mean, I can try it, but I thought reinforcement that there's something behind it. It could just mean it's really thick, but... Uh, yeah, I will, uh, I guess I'll take an attempt at that. <laughs> I mean, at this point, <laughs> might as well try anything. Yeah. Sort you can of roll like whenever you want. Which one do you want? That, what do you need Slide of there? hand if you're doing that, but if you're using Thieves Tool with advantage. Oh, well, I didn't do advantage, but I didn't know if I needed to there. <laughs> roll again. Roll another one just in case. <laughs> nope, same. Nope. <laughs> wow. As you're inspecting this door, you notice that it is literally just two giant stone doors. There is no visible lock for you to mess with. We tried. I don't mean to be this guy in this in this awkward movie that we're creating, but um, can I just try to push the door ever so normally? <laughs> Like, the, not even, like, with strength, just, like, I'm just gonna open the door. Like, Aragorn-style, just opening both doors. <laughs> so, as you're trying to do that, and you try to do it in the showiest way possible, that Aramel can do it. Yes. The doors do not move at all, and everyone is now okay. looking at you, going, like, wow, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, I'm oh. an idiot. We kicked it, we tried to op unlock it. Does anyone else have any ideas? <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to I think that I might be able to climb the rock face sit next to the door to get another look at the back of the door to see how it's reinforced. 
So it's fully enclosed, Nick, so you, you won't be able to just look over the door because it's not just a gate. This is a full door into an enclosed castle. So no no opportunity to climb the rock face next to it to see uh, into it? No. How about not to make uh, I'll take my lead. Good. No, that, that's just what an opportunity to try to see in. Wait, hold on. I have Dimension Door. Doesn't that that's have enough. to be somewhere that you've already been? Um, no. It just says you teleport yourself from a current location spot with the you arrive at exactly the spot you desire. It can be a place you can see, one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating distance and direction, such as 200 feet straight downward or upward in at a angle. I'd say 10 feet forward might do that. Yeah. Or 15 based on where you're standing currently, but, like, yeah. <laughs> I can bring one willing creature of my size or smaller. <laughs> well. <laughs> we are not very compatible, you and I. You can bring but the 200-year-old that way. Every spell she's got. Um, no nope. Beef can't come. <laughs> what about... Can I... Um... Ormek, you're bigger than me, right? Uh, I, in theory, yes, but I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's like just technically if average size. Medium and she's medium, you guys should be good. Yeah. Okay, so I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna dimension door, and I think I'm gonna bring Ormek with me. Yeah, you need some muscle with you in case there's just a giant bar on the other side and. Alright, so don't move anymore because I'll, I'll take care of moving your icons through the dimension door, but I want yeah, you to I'm explain your casting door. and the effect of how it looks. Ooh. Um, I am going to like, take a slice in front of me and like this like green door is going to open and I'm going to be like, ready? And I'm going to like reach my hand out for Ormex's hand. And I'm just going to be like, give us a second. And I'm just going to like hop through the dimension door with him behind me. And then I'm going to physically like on the other side of the door, like, yeah, like 10 feet on the other side of the door. We'll just pop in there. All right. So as the magic ripples you into the next room, a gateway opens up. You hear a tiny little shriek of just seeing a pulsing magic wave come out. And you hear, two arms. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Uh, I, through the arrow slit to the left, you oh, see shit. a duogar. Um, I'm immediately going to turn and, like, can I, like, run back to the door and see what's, like, blocking it? Roll for investigation on that. Um... Twenty, not a nat twenty, but a twenty. Oh, I That's see. Fair. I see. I appreciate it though. So as you're investigating, you see these metal bars that are coming out Run. from the wall, going across it in a cross manner. It looks like there is a lever that, if you pull it, will retract these. But you don't see it anywhere okay. in this room. Fuck. 
If I oh no, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a message to uh, to Aramel okay. and just be like, no, I'm go just ahead and like, do that. <laughs> I'm just get real fast. I'm just gonna be like, the door is blocked with metal bars coming out of the wall. I have to find a lever. It's not in this room. We're getting attacked. We'll come back for you. <laughs> All right. So while they figure that out, uh, we're gonna apparently have to find a way in. Possibly. <laughs> like us to roll here. Yes, I would like Fallon and Ormek to go ahead and roll for. Why are you rolling everything in advantage? By the way. That I no. I so I was still in rage earlier. That's why I figured out I was rolling. I get advantage on my initiative. It's just part of my class. Oh okay. And then Fallon. What'd you roll? I rolled 12. Alright. So before we start getting into the combat, the party outside the door, how, after Aramel receives this just telepathic message into his brain, how are you guys mm -hmm. going to think about trying to get in? So I immediately convey the message. Like, like as it's being said to me, I'm saying it out loud. And... Yeah, after that, um, I'm going to look at this window over here and see... Uh, I would like to look and see what got, what I can see in that window. Okay. So go ahead and roll for investigation. Okay. Right, that's better than I've been doing today. That is. So with your 15, you're going to notice that this is roughly about a 3-inch by 8-inch opening. From your okay. previous knowledge of knowing archery, you actually notice that this is an arrow slot made to okay. allow people to attack outwards. Okay. So, I guess, what else can I see inside the hole? About 30 feet inside, you're going to see a metal contraption with a bunch of different levers on it. Of course I am. <laughs> okay. Um, anybody know Mage Hand? No. Mm. No. You're also in combat, Fallon. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, saying. I'm just saying. I'm just... I don't have it as an option. <laughs> no one built their character as a utility character. I feel like everyone's just DPS, and then there's Derek. I'm good. Hey, but also, if you can tell me where you can see an opportunity to pull the lever, I have the opportunity to cast uh, Misty Step and teleport. What? 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 Yeah, Misty Step. Uh, teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. Get in that room with the levers. <laughs> Get in the room with the levers. We really should have looked in the window before you got in the room with the levers. I got to teleport to it. Why did I? Why no, I just Aramil found the levers. Like, yeah, they're in here now. <laughs> the, the levers are in here. I'm going to move out of the way of the window. And you go ahead and misty step your way in there. Yep, so cast it, use your spell slot. Levers, I guess. You really just want to pull yeah. some levers? I mean, not literally just pull some levers. Like, investigate, you know, figure out which one might be the safe one to pull. But yes. All right. Hold on one second. Oh, boy. <laughs> This got insane so fast. I'm just, yeah. So, Beefeater pops in 
And as he comes out of his misty step, is also noticed by the Duogar guard, who was supposed to be watching out the arrow slip, but nobody comes up to this, you know, freaking cold ass castle. Oh, Beat the answers out of him to what level? That to what? <laughs> so he is surprised. So, Beefeater, I am going to give you one surprise round. Yes. On this Duogar. I, I have no idea what that means. You literally uh, get to run around. up and kill him if you want to. Yep. Attack yep. the shit out of him. One full round of move act move uh yeah, move action and a normal action. Like like attacking or casting a spell, whatever it is you want to do. Like as yep. much okay, so I'll move up to the to the guard and uh I'm going to go with a base strike first. Alright, go ahead and roll. So as you smack him across the face, he's so surprised by everything. He takes it. He's recoiling back. He gets hit against the wall, and actually a small spike that was on the wall pierced his right arm. He is still breathing. All right, so can I roll for intimidation to find out what lever I need to pull to open up the door? Yes. Do you want to grapple him first, or...? Yeah, I move. I gotta, I gotta move that space. Push his arm further onto the spike and then demand answers. Well, <laughs> technically, he has performed the attack action. That is his actual action. Okay. He took attack as an action. Correct. I'm just saying part of the intimidation. I'm just saying, like, push his arm a little further onto that spike and be like, which lever? Well, hold on. Since you attacked him, you can't intimidate him this round. Because intimidation is going to count as an action. Like, the talking itself is not an action. You can talk as much as you want. But you can't use intimidation against him right off the bat. But with that, Beefeater, I need you to roll for initiative. Alright, so an 8. Ooh, you even selected your character. You're getting better. I'm learning, all right? That's working. <laughs> all right. So, Orvik, you have one turn to stop this Dorgar from alerting probably about seven to eight others. No, just kidding. Um, so, in that case, obviously the answer here is we're going to go into a rage. Can you, like, hit at him, though? Like, that hole? Oh, that's a good point. Can I actually make contact with him through that hole? It's the same dimensions as what was the arrow slit, so it's three inches wide by eight inches high. So if you have something pointy, yes. And long enough to reach him. I have a cork staff. Like, poke him? I mean, your turn is after. I just meant, like, could I, like. You could. What was the agreement with this? I could use a different weapon, but with disadvantage, right? Correct. Correct. 
All right. We'll see you next week for Horde of the Dragon Queen. Ormic might have a decision on what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to... Yeah, because I don't have anything else that I could really do. Um... Okay, well, I'm still going to enter that rage. And okay. now we know. So we're rolling so, D8 real quick. Yep. That's D6. D8. Two. Two. Okay. That is, you teleport up to 30 feet in an unoccupied space you can see until your rage ends. You can use inspect again on each of my turns. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah, that works. You can see through the teleport. slot. Right. Yeah. So, so, okay. so forget Wait, that. Yeah, we're just going to appear. If you don't mind that I move my guy right there. That's perfectly fine. All right, and making sure. Oh, I got to select my rage thing. Sorry. Hurry up! Second string twice. That was just like fate. And come on. Rolling again too. There. Oh, ooh. <laughs> so on your first attack, and actually, it probably would help if I had the uh, the sheet up for this bastard. But your first attack is going to slash right into its chest plate. And it's going to hold the axe into place. But it is going to hit, so it is going to take the 13 damage from that. But it is not dead. I know. The yeah, second, exactly. Your second strike with the axe, as you go to pull it out to make your second strike, he holds it straight into your chest staring at the shiny metal that is now part of his <laughs> it's partially impaling his chest and he's just holding it oh. there oh. Uh, I chirped on about this a different way before thought oh well end of turn because I have nothing else I can do wait do you have extra attack he, he did it I do but oh, I did it I rolled it both instead of, instead of like the seven, yeah if I would have just rolled it once and potentially like tried to like cover his mouth or something like that, you know, but I didn't. Well, I'll, I'm gonna give you something. Oh, all right. As this Duogar is staring at the axe, he's so enthralled at the very sight of the shiny metal. He can't move. He can't make a oh noise. Oh. Okay. 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 Fallon. Okay. 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 Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm going... If I cast Magic Missile... Uh, technically, if you put your hand there, yes. Okay, lit, lit, lit. Uh, I'm gonna... I feel old. I don't know what lit, lit, lit is. And I'm gonna cast Magic Missile at second... So there's four missiles. Mm-hmm. And you're using all four at the dual guard? I'm using all four at him. So that's two, four, six. That's eight damage. So Fallon, as you try to reach your hand through this arrow slot, you barely make it past the rocks, feeling it start to crumble against your wrist. You summon your magic, shoving this magical pulse right out at him, hitting him with all four bolts. And his eyes still have not been able to leave the axe. He's not dead? He's not dead. Okay. 
Can I can I pull my wrist back out? Yeah, you can. Okay. Well, no, I'll let you have that one. Out. Not that mean. And then um, let you keep your wrist <laughs> for now. Or I'm gonna move. And then my next turn, I can get around. Okay. Um, I want to back into this. So that way, if he does shoot me. Yeah, he won't have a good angle at you. I understand that. Yeah. All right. And I'll just crowd. Let's get real tight. So next up is the Dorgar facing up against Beefeater. It is going to take one look at this gigantic fellow, and he's going to use enlarge on himself. So he at least, you know, is the, a large size. So he's about the same size actually as Beefeater now. He's going to raise his war pick and strike back at this man who attacked him. Hey, Beefeater, what's your AC? 18. As this war pick comes down, are you, and you have plate armor, right? I think he has chainmail. Yeah, chainmail. Okay. So as this war pick is coming at you, an extremely sharp point gets right through your chain link, hitting you square in the chest. I gotta do it from this screen. Dealing 15 damage. Jesus. Oh. And it ends its turn. So with that, Beefeater, it is now your turn. So did he... So he enlarged himself, but is his arm still stuck in spike? Did he attack him with a arm attack? No, so it, he hit against the spike and recoiled from it. It was just a small little kind of poke. Uh. Alright, so I'm going to go with a Warhammer attack to pin him back against the wall. Alright, go for it. So as you go to strike with your war hammer, he takes his war pick and just slams the butt of it right up against it and stops it from hitting him. Alright, then I'll go with the, uh, another attack with the base. Alright. As you swing the mace, he does not see it coming and will take it straight across his very bearded large face now. So he is going to take that 11 damage. Kind of looking like he's got blood coming down his face, a couple teeth missing now. His nose kind of looks like it's facing the wrong direction. He's pretty beat up. I'm getting graphic tonight, guys. I like that was it. good. Yeah. Oh, man, if there was a KO shot, it would have gotten way more graphic. <laughs> oh, it would have been a lot more graphic if you did. 
<laughs> All right. Um, so before we start our next round, I want to find out, Cub Aramel, is there anything you want or can do? Um, actually, yes. Uh, I am going to use an inspiration to give uh, Nick an extra 1d8 of either... Well, I guess it's only a two, but either way. Basically, as a bonus action, a creature other than yourself can use, for 10 minutes, this creature can add to an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. So, yeah, add that two to your next attack roll, just to kind of give it a little extra bonus to try to hit him. Okay. Or, I also have combat inspiration, so you could add it to damage if you wanted to. Correct. But yeah, basically, I am literally out here, like, singing songs and hitting my drum, inspiring Beefeater right now. <laughs> Through the little crack in the window, you're just playing a little beat. Yep. Bump, 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 bump. Cove, anything no, you want to do? it's literally the opening to uh, Down with the Sickness. Um, on my little drum, just... Cove. So, can I shoot a Witch Bolt through the whole... So at the angle that he is, hold on one second. So at no angle can you see him. Yeah, okay. So then no. then I can't. I have nothing I can do. Gotcha. So with that, we are going to bring up Oramic. And Oramic, before your turn starts, you see the Duogar. I slowly start to shift and meet yours. Ah. <laughs> uh. We're going to try and pull that axe back out. And if this hit kills him, which I don't know what he has, I have totally have like a description. Nice. So, uh, yeah. If it, I don't know if that's going to kill him. Let's say it. All right. All right. Uh, you so killed him. I, <laughs> I, I saw that axe. Yeah. <laughs> So I, as you're staring at that, I pull it back out. I mean, I don't even swing it. I mean, I just, like, all full force, like, pierce him, like, I mean, like, right through, like, where I, right where I just had the axe, and, like, it splits him. Like, I'm just, like, so angered by it, you know. So in your encompass rage, you just take it, shove it straight through his gut, and Fallon, as you see the arrow slot preparing to make sure nothing's attacking you, you just see these blood and guts pour right through, getting pushed out by this axe. Uh, you can hear me <laughs> Which probably shouldn't be a good idea, because, you know, that's how you can alert people. But, but <laughs> you just did it. But like I just alerted people, I just did it. Don't worry about it. Alright, well, um, then for... Since I attacked for this turn, I'm going to use my teleport that I have to go back into here. Go ahead. Yeah. And turn. Fallon. You still hear that there's another battle going on close by. Uh, yeah, but... Um... Like, oh uh, wait, can I? Use... I'm gonna. Can I use my action to dash? You can use your action to dash. 
Alright, is that your turn? Yeah, I can't do anything else. Okay. The Duogar, still fighting against Beefeater, struggles to pick up his war axe, brings it up, and goes to strike at him again. But as he goes to strike, he can't pull the strength to do it, so he drops it narrowly before hitting Beefeater. But Beefeater, it's your turn. Alright, so noticing that his, uh, his face is all fucked up and he missed that attack, I want to roll for uh, Intimidation to find out what lever I got to pull in order to open the door to get Aramel and... Uh, uh, oh, Cub. in in to help uh, the other teammates. Alright, so go ahead and roll. Alright. So, nice. Nick, I'm going to have you pretend that this is the military, and I know that you guys don't <laughs> really do waterboarding, but pretend you are waterboarding this motherfucker. Officially, don't do waterboarding. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> hey, holding his mouth shut so he's gurgling on his own blood to get the answer from. <laughs> if you're holding his oh. mouth shut, he can't answer you. Well, that's well, I gotta let him gurgle for a little bit so he feels the, the panic, and then I'll release my hand so that he can answer so as you lift up your hand after he's choking on his own blood, he coughs up. He goes, the one with the yellow handle is the gate. So I say, thanks, bro. You could have told me that before, but uh, I want to move over to where that <laughs> handle is so I can get the rest of the team in. Beef, I'm actually going to let you swing your war hammer at him. <laughs> all right now i need you to get very gruesome on this one my friend so first when the the warhammer comes down bludgeoning the his face inside there's blood splatter and there's also brain splatter but you can see the rest of his teeth get punctured into the back of his throat while he gurgles his last oh. breath and dies. <laughs> you killed three bears, all right? <laughs> you killed three baby bears. <laughs> <laughs> Is this bear heaven okay? So with that... He did not go to heaven either. He did not go to heaven. He went to the wrong spot. <laughs> all right, guys. With that, we are no longer in combat. Um, I heard him say it was the yellow handle, so... For, well, I'm gonna first run up and be like, how the fuck did you get in here? <laughs> and then I'm gonna be like, hold on, tell me in a second, and I'm gonna run over the thing, and I'm gonna pull the yellow. As you look, before he got to double-check the facts, there's three oh, yellow handles, two red handles, fucker. and a black handle. What a bitch. <laughs> are there any markings on the three yellow hand? There are. But you know what? We're going to have to wait until two weeks from now on our next episode to cover oh, it. Fuck. <laughs> That's funny. I'm going to write this down so I don't 
freaking get. This one has a real. It's gonna have a relatively tragic wrap up. Or uh, yeah, next next time we play. Yeah, his little update. Uh, with that, oh, I do update. have a couple updates that I do want to hit. So we did get quite a few followers actually over the last couple weeks. I have a couple of them listed at the top. Uh, our next stream is going to be the Horde of the Dragon Queen. Everyone here will be in that one too. Uh, yep. Don't forget to check us out on our YouTube if you missed anything and want to kind of see the shenanigans. But also we are on a podcast now. So our weekly episodes are getting uploaded to Anchor and Spotify. So if you feel like you want to listen to us on the go, do it. Yeah. All right. But with that, uh, anyone have any updates they want to share? Not just uh, if you want to meet me and at least Fallon and anybody else. I, I don't know if Kevin and... Uh... And our Dungeon Master are going to make it. But, um, yeah, at least me and Fallon will be at Ren this weekend. Michigan Renaissance Festival. Yep. I'll um, be there early open till probably, like, almost close. So. Yeah, they're, they're, they're open from 10 to 7, and they will be there Saturday and Sunday. All right. So with that, we're going to sign us off in the best way possible with some sexy sex. Bring it in, 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 bring it in